return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Pastor Randon's got a word for us tonight, so let's welcome him all right as he comes to share here now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Am I on? I think so. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate the work in the sound booth, the media booth back there. It's, it's a good job. If anybody is looking for a volunteer opportunity, Amen. you can see them back there. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you, Pastor Dave, for this opportunity this morning, or not this morning, this evening. Amen. I told him, I said, uh, I just need about 50 minutes, and that's it. And so we can just turn that clock over, and we'll just be here all night. It'll be great. It'll be great. Amen. I probably have enough notes for about 50 minutes, but uh, I'm gonna probably gonna have to do it in two. But so tonight, I, I just want to talk about trusting in the Lord. Yes. And um, you know, it's something we've been talking about. Pastor Dave's been talking about for months. Listening to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And trusting in the Lord and listening to the Lord are kind of go to go together. Amen. I mean, if yeah. you're gonna listen to Him. Um, and hear his voice, and you're probably going to trust him. Amen? Yeah. And uh, if I'm seeking advice from somebody uh, who knows something, and, and, and uh, like medical advice, and I'm seeking medical advice from a doctor, yeah. I'm probably going to take that advice. That's something yeah. that um, you know, they know a lot about the field. Well, the Holy Spirit knows everything about everything, right? Amen. So yeah. if I'm listening and taking advice from the Holy Spirit, amen, I'm going to want to listen yeah. And take his advice, and I'm probably going to have trust, amen, just like I'd have trust in the doctor that, okay, he's not leading me astray, we can trust that the Holy Spirit will not lead us astray, amen, Amen. so when we listen to the Holy Spirit, we trust in the Holy Spirit, amen, and there are different ways to show the Lord that we trust him, and I'm going to go through uh, just four of them today, um, but it's kind of a progression, you know, it's almost a a prayer, when we pray, there's there's things that I like to do when I'm praying that... uh, just shows the, whole, the Lord that, okay, I'm putting my trust in you. And it tells me, too, all right, I'm putting my trust in the Lord. And it's easy to say, well, I'm just trusting the Lord for my needs. But if I have doubt, it doesn't really matter what I say. It matters what I do. That's right. Amen. I love the per- per- uh, verse Pastor Dave had on Sunday, Matthew 23, 3. I'll read it from the Amplified. It says, so talking about the Pharisees, so practice and observe everything they tell you, but do not do as they do, for they preach things, but do not practice them. Yeah, right. We don't want to be Christians who preach things yeah. at people, but don't practice them ourselves. Right. Amen. What they were saying was good. Amen. What they were saying was right, but they weren't doing the things that they were saying. So we want to be Christians that actually do the things that we say. If we say, I'm trusting the Lord for my needs, then we need to deep down in our heart know that I'm actually trusting the Lord Amen. for my needs. Amen. And, uh, and so what the Pharisees said to do and observe was correct according to the law, but they didn't practice them because their heart wasn't right with God. They didn't think they needed God. They had their position of power with the Romans. They had their place. They had their money. 
They really didn't need much in their eyes, but their heart wasn't right. So when we say, I trust in the Lord, we want to practice that. Amen. And I think there's four steps we should get through in trusting the Lord in any circumstance that we face. And uh, because we want to get our hearts ready to trust Him. Amen. We can, we can say it, and you know, I know when we continue to speak something out of our mouth, we can start to believe it in our mind. Amen. But we want the gap between saying it and believing it to get narrower and narrower. Amen. Because there's some things that might be really easy for you to stand on, and some things that might be really easy for you to trust the Lord in. And there might be some things that are a little more difficult. You know, if, if somebody's been poor all their life, it might be tougher. Um, maybe they've been poor but very healthy. It, maybe it's tougher for them to trust the Lord for finances than it is for health. Yeah. Amen. Maybe somebody has been sick all their life but, but has um, had many things. Yeah. Well, it would be easier to trust that the Lord would provide maybe for them yeah. than, than for healing. Yeah. And, um, and so there's certain situations that are easier and some that require more faith. You know, we put ourselves out there. There's some times where the Lord... Um, he, he meets us. Amen. So if we don't have all the faith we, we need for a situation, there are times where the Lord will just meet us where we're at. Amen. And he likes to do that. He wants us to just do something. He wants us to be active Christians. He doesn't want us to sit on the sidelines with our faith. Amen. And so, but the Bible tells us that we can trust him in any situation. And I think the first step, and there's probably a lot of steps, either just what the Lord gave me personally, uh, this last week. But the first step is praise and thanksgiving. Amen. Whenever we're asking the Lord for something, we always want to praise Him before yes. we even ask. Amen. Anytime we face trouble in our life, the first step is to praise Him. I remember when Daniel, we're going to look at it here, when Daniel was plotted against by the governors and the um, satraps of Darius' kingdom, in Daniel 6, verse 3, we'll start there. It says that Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought uh, to setting him over the whole realm. So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge or fault. You know, sometimes even if we're, if we're, we're in the, the will of the Lord and we, we're doing everything right in our, you know, in our mind and we're, we're praising him, we're trusting him, that doesn't mean that circumstances aren't going to come our way. I mean, there's always going to be something that's going to come our way because there is an enemy as well. Amen. And it says, and these men said, we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Yes. And it goes back to last Wednesday, Pastor Day was talking about suffering. Amen. And, and suffering for Jesus. Daniel was going to suffer for Jesus. Right. There was nothing else they could find against him. It wasn't his character. It wasn't his personality. It wasn't his relationship with the king. They were going to find something against him considering his God. And so these yeah. governors and satraps thronged before the king. And said thus to him, King Darius, live forever. All the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and the satraps, the counselors and advisors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever positions, uh, petitions any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter." Amen. And, um, and so, and then in verse 9, I, I didn't put that there, but therefore King Darius signed the written decree. Yeah. Amen. So, so he thought, this sounds pretty good. They can only serve me. Not thinking about Daniel because he, he had a good relationship with Daniel. Yeah. 
but he said they can only sign, only only uh, worship me. I'm going to sign it. And so the plot against Daniel is on. Amen. It's they they have the king's signature. It's it's foolproof because he can't change it. Um, he's not able to uh, change the law because of their laws. Amen. And uh, and so it's airtight. So Daniel has no way of escape. And so when Daniel hears this, let's look at the first thing that he did in Daniel 6.10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before God, as was his custom since the early days. And so when I see that, you know, I don't see that he prayed that he would be delivered from the lion's den. Because it said this was his custom. He would just always do this. It didn't say that he was praying judgment on the governors that that did this against him. He wasn't praying for uh, judgment on King Darius, anything like that. But what was he doing? He was praying and he was giving him thanksgiving. I mean, he was thanking him probably for all the things that he's brought him through already. Thanking him for the day that he's had. Thanking him for his goodness and and, um, the love that that he's experienced from the Lord. And, uh, And he's saying, I'm going to praise my God. No matter what the circumstances, I'm going to praise my God. Because I know what the law says. I know what, what they, it says is going to happen to me. I'm just going to praise my God. I'm not going to think about the situation or the circumstance. I'm just going to praise. And that was his first step. I mean, that's kind of in our own, in our own life, trusting the Lord. The first step is just to praise. Yep. Just to praise Him. And you know what praise does? Is it takes our eyes off of ourselves, And it puts our eyes on the one who created us. Yep. Amen. Because when we pray, we don't want it just to be all about us. If we, if we start out with problem, 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 then our heart's not going to be right. We're not going to have this effective prayer, um, you know, when things do get tough in our life. And so um, he said, I'm going to praise my God. Another guy, David, David was a praiser. Remember when his men wanted to kill him, wanted to stone him. And he said he, he strengthened himself in the Lord. What was he doing? He was praising the Lord. Yep. Amen. You know, David wrote 75 of the 150 Psalms. Amen. That's a lot of, I mean, you, you've seen the book of Psalms, how big it is. 75 of the 150 Psalms. He understood the key to the presence of the Lord. Amen. We've talked about it a lot, Pastor Dave has, that the password into his presence is praise and thanksgiving. Amen. So the first thing we want to do is we want to praise him. We want to praise him. Psalm 18.2 says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold. Amen. So what is this psalm doing? It's praising the Lord. Really, all, we, all praise is, is telling God who He is. Amen. The Psalm 18 says, The Lord is my rock. You are my rock. You are my fortress. You're my deliverer from any situation. You're my God. You're my strength. Amen. Tell God who He is in your life. That's, he, loves, he loves when you praise Him. Amen. He loves when we praise Him. Tell Him who He is in your, in your life. He's my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Amen. It takes my eyes off of my problems and puts my eyes on the answer. Amen. Amen. That's what we want to do. We want to take our eyes off our problems and put our eyes on the answer. And if you're taking notes, you can write this down. But the reason praise and thanksgiving is so important in trusting the Lord is that it takes the focus off ourselves. Amen. I've been reading this book... Um, that I, I heard at a men's conference is called The Hour That Changes the World. And it's about prayer. And, and they, they focus on when Jesus says, Can't you, can you not just watch with me and pray with me for an hour? And, but it, it 
takes prayer and it breaks it into these five-minute increments. And so you're very, for five minutes, you're focused on one thing. And I found for me it's really helped me because some, it's easy for me to sometimes get distracted when I pray. And it's like I'm praying in the Spirit and then it's like, oh, a bird, you know, and my mind wanders off this way. But it's really helped me. And, and the first thing and the last thing that it has you do is praise. Amen. Amen. You want to start uh, your day or your prayer with praise. You want to end your day, your prayer with praising the Lord. Amen. And, uh, and so in order to trust Jesus, we can't trust in ourselves. It's like the Bible says, you can't serve both God and mammon. Well, we can't trust both God and ourselves or God and our circumstances. Amen. Just think, you know, Peter, Peter walking on the water and he's trusting the Lord. The Lord says, come he's at your word. So he's trusting the Lord. And then he starts to look down and he starts to sink. Well, that's because he couldn't put his trust in God and in his circumstances at the same time. Amen. Is one or the other. It's like, you know, scientists say that you can't, people can't really multitask, even though everybody says, oh, I can multitask. Um, I, I always say that too. You know, but we can't do multi. Our brain can only think of one thing at a time. Amen. So when we put our trust in God, we want to put our trust fully in Him. Amen. And so once we've praised Him and thanked Him, we make ourselves ready, ready to effectively pray and make our petition to Him in prayer. Yeah. I mean, we kind of ready ourselves. You know, it's, yeah. it's, the way to get out of a bad mood is praising. Amen. And when you start praising the Lord, yeah. you can get out of a bad mood. It's, it's hard to pray when you're in a, in a bad mood. Amen. So we want to do that. Oh, one thing I forgot. Um, when I was uh, during worship, um, I had a really bad uh, pain in my heel. And uh, I just spoke over it and it completely went away. Amen. So I just wanted to say, I felt the Lord saying, if there's anybody with problems from the waist down, the Lord is here to heal. <laughs> Legs, knees, uh, ankles, amen, heels. We pray for Donna in Jesus' name with her ankle. And, uh, and we believe his healing power. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. So once we praise him and thank him, we make ourselves ready to effectively pray and make our petition to him. Whether it's a medical problem, a financial problem, fear, loneliness, whatever it is, we can effectively pray about the situation after we've praised. Yeah. And so the second thing that I really think is important in our step to trusting the Lord is prayer and petition. And I know that's part of prayer. I mean, all, everything I hear is kind of part of when we pray. But when I say prayer and petition, um, I'm just talking about, that, about, all right, Lord, I'm laying it out for you. Here it is. Amen. I'm, this, is what I'm, this is what I want um, from you. And the Bible says that we can ask um, according to his will, and he'll give us the things. I mean, he hears our petitions. Amen. So he hears us. Psalm 62, 7 says, And God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust Him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before Him. God has a refuge for us. So we're told we can pour out our heart before God. Yes. We, be, we can become vulnerable with God. Amen? Yep. We don't have to hold anything back. He knows everything about your situation anyways. We don't need to hold anything back, but we can be vulnerable. We can put ourselves Amen. before God. I know sometimes when we, when we praise and uh, when, when I'm praying at home even, I'll just lay prostrate you know, um, before the Lord. So I'm just, and it's one of the most, you know, there's no covering. Your, your hands are out, your legs are out. There's no, you're completely vulnerable before yeah. the Lord. Yep. Amen. Same thing with sign of surrender when we lift our hands. Amen. Man, we're not protecting ourselves. We're not covering anything up. We're just, we're just um, being completely vulnerable yeah. 
before the Lord. And it's okay to be vulnerable. Amen. It's okay to put ourselves out there. Amen. The Lord's not going to make fun of you. He's not going to tell you, what are you doing? You look foolish. Anything like that. Amen. He's going to welcome that. He's going to honor that. I love, you know, David. He's dancing before the Lord and his wife says, what are you doing? You look dumb. And he says, I'll become even more indignified than this. Amen. That's what we want, kind of an attitude when we go before the Lord in our personal prayer life. Amen. So the second step in putting your complete trust in the Lord is praying to him, pouring out your heart to him, letting him know what you need. Be vulnerable. Like I said, when we pray, we're telling him, I trust your advice in everything that I'm going to pray about. So he prays and we get our heart ready. And then we say, Lord, this is what I need. According to your will, it be done, but this is what I need. Amen. And there's some things, we'll talk about it, there's some things that we know are his will and there's some things that we don't. But it's saying, Lord, I'm just going to lay it out there for you. All my issues, all my mess, I'm going to lay it out there. And I trust in you in the midst of circumstances in my life. Even if I don't know everything about it. Even if I'm not sure why it's going on or what's going on, I'm going to trust you and your word. And Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. and all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. We don't want to just trust in what I, what I understand about my problem or my situation. Because it might be very limited. Amen? But we trust in him. And we don't lean on the things that we can understand. Again, if I'm asking for medical advice, I'll probably want to ask a friend in the medical field if I have one. Amen? Um, The Holy Spirit knows everything about everything again. So when we go to him about anything, he is uh, the perfect person because he knows. He knows what we're going through. The Bible says that, that Jesus was tempted in all ways such as we were, and he can sympathize with us. Amen. We can come, because of that, we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Amen. In the help of time, when we have times of need. So we want to say, Lord, I know you can help me. I'm putting it all out there. I want you to um, guide me and give me advice. Amen. The Holy Spirit, when we ask about the Father advice in Jesus' name, we're telling him that we're trusting him. Amen. We want to have, we want him to have a key role in our decisions and our situation. So when I go to, go to the Lord and, and I'm laying my life out there, I'm not going to do that to somebody I don't know. Amen. If I'm just in the physical, if I'm asking advice, you know, about something that's serious, um, I'm not going to go to somebody that I don't trust. Right. Amen. You know, there's people in my life that I used to trust um, with, with things, and because of things that have happened over the years, I wouldn't ask them for advice anymore yeah. because I don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So we want to... Get to the point where we can put our whole selves out there. Amen. We can trust in the Lord fully. Psalm uh, one eight or Psalm eighteen thirty says, "As for God, His way is perfect. The way of the Lord is proven. He's a shield to all who trust in Him." Psalm nine verse ten says, "And those who know Your name will put their trust in You, for You, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek You." So His ways are perfect. Amen. His ways are proven. Amen. They're proven methods of, of uh, provision. Amen. They're proven message, uh, messages of, of healing. Or there's, they're proven messages of restor- restoration of relationships. Whatever it is, yep. he, has, he has proven that his word is true. And the results from his word are proven. Amen. Yep. Hallelujah. I'm going through it a little quickly. But the third thing here that the Lord was showing me was we have to have faith. Amen. So we can lay our life before the Lord and we can 
lay all of our problems out there. But if we don't actually have faith that He can help us, amen, then it's going to be it's going to be tough to believe that His word is true. Because really, faith is just believing what the Bible says is true. Amen. Faith in its just as basic form is just saying, Lord, I believe what your word says. Yes. Amen. Yes. And so we show the Lord we trust him when we have faith in his word. When we have faith in him, it means we don't put our faith in other things. So let's go to Psalm 20, verse 7. It says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord. In another version, you can put that up there as well. It says, some trust in chariots and other in horses, but we depend on the Lord our God. Amen. The Bible says that if we want to inherit the kingdom, we've got to become like little children. Well, my, my five-year-old, if I said, nope, you've got to get an apartment, get a job, you're out on your own, he couldn't do that. He depends on me for everything. Amen. He depends on Angela and I for everything. And so as little children in the faith, or, or as little children when it comes to the kingdom, what he's saying is that we want to be completely dependent on what God says. We want to be completely dependent on him and his Holy Spirit help us through. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't take medications. It doesn't mean we shouldn't go to the doctor. That's not what I'm saying. But our number one dependency is on Jesus. Amen. Our number one dependency is what he said in his word. It's not that we don't take uh, certain precautions and things if we get a doctor's report, Mm -hmm. but it means that the first report that we're going to believe is his. Amen. We're not gonna just we're not just gonna get terrified and fearful of what the doctor says, but we're gonna trust and we're gonna believe in him. Amen. And so that's what we want to do. I mean, I don't look at what I can bring to the table, but I look at what he's already brought to the table. Amen. Amen. Because I feel sometimes, you know, especially if you've been doing it on your own for a while, you feel like I can bring a lot to the table. I can do a lot. Well, not compared to what he's already brought amen. to the table, amen. Right. Salvation. He brought us salvation, and then salvation was yeah deliverance and healing and you know he saved us that Greek word sozo healing deliverance we were set free amen all these things and we know what we what those things are looking at by his or we know what those things are by looking at his word amen we just want to take him at his word just take the lord at his word amen Amen. sometimes when we're praying you get something dropped in your spirit and you're like that's from that's from the lord amen you can take him at his word Luke 9, 3 through 4, when he sent out, I think this was the 70, he said to them, Take nothing for the journey, neither staff nor bag, nor bread nor money, and do not have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter, stay there, and from there depart. Jesus is saying, Trust in the provision of the Lord for you. This is the word I'm sending you with. Just go and trust my word and go out and do what I told you to do. He had just given them power. He's given them all authority over all demons. He gave them authority to cure diseases. You know, this is something that in the Old Testament only certain people had. You know, in the Old Testament, God would pour out His Spirit on one person, and then they would prophesy, or they would heal, or they would, Samson got incredible strength, whatever it was. But in the last days, the Bible says, He'll pour out His Spirit on all flesh. Amen. So all these things that we see, um, power and authority over demons to cure diseases, all of those things, and then the, the promises in Mark 15, um, where it says, these things will follow those who believe. In my name you will cast out demons, you will speak in new tongues, you will lay hands on the sick, amen, they'll recover, you will you know, not, you'll drink something deadly and it won't hurt you. All of those things are promises that we have as believers, amen. amen. And what it is, it, it's just at his word. It's not, I'm not, I'm not making this up to say, 
well, this is what I'm just going to believe. No, we take him at his word. Amen. Amen. We take his word literally. Amen. Philippians 4.18 says, I indeed, Paul talking, indeed I have all in abound. I'm full having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you. A sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But you know, just before this, Paul said, I know how to have nothing and I know how to have plenty. I've been full and I've been hungry. I've, I've abounded and I've suffered need. Amen. So in one verse he's saying, indeed I have all and I abound. And how can he, and then we can say, well how can he say that he suffered need then? Well he knows that he doesn't, doesn't go by his understanding. Amen. He knows that he doesn't, can't trust his own strength. Excuse me. Amen. He can't trust his understanding of the situation. But in the next verse in Philippians 4.13 he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. So we know that, that his solution to this was he couldn't trust himself, but he could trust Christ. He could trust the, uh, what Jesus did on the cross for us. Amen. He could trust the redemptive promises that we have through Jesus. Hallelujah. I, can, I can't trust in my strength, but through Christ who strengthens me, who gives me power and authority, who supplies my needs according to his riches and glory, I can have full confidence that he helps me in any situation. Amen. Full confidence that he helps me in every situation. And so we have faith in him alone. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So a great way to build faith is to speak scriptures over your situation. Speak scriptures to yourself. Like I said, there's certain things that we know are God's will for our, our, our life. The Bible says that, that his will is none should perish, but all come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Another does will for healing. The Bible said Jesus went about and doing good and healing all. First Peter 2.24 says, by whose stripes you were healed. Amen. We can, there's things that we just need to receive. Amen. Another thing is that our needs are supplied. The Bible says, um, my God will supply all of our needs. We just read it. According to his riches and glory. Amen. But there are things that we don't know. I, I, one of the, another scripture that I really love is when uh, Paul tries to go into a certain place to preach the gospel and the Holy Spirit says, nope, I don't want you to go there. So they try to go somewhere else, Asia, and nope, I'm, you're not going to go there. Right. Amen. What they do? They petition the Lord, like, where do you want us to go? And then he has a dream about the guy in Macedonia and says, I want you to go to him. Yeah. Amen. And so, so in those situations, it's like, you know, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, let tomorrow worry about itself. Yeah. You know, another place in the Bible talks about um, if you're saying, I'm going to go here and buy and trade for a year. You know, he said, don't do that. Amen. Because you don't know where the Lord's going to send you. Amen. So there's times where it's like, OK, Lord, what is your will right now? Yep. I mean, what should I do? Maybe it's a job change. Yes. Maybe you've gotten two good offers and it's like, what? I don't know which one to take. We can pray to God and we can say, Lord, what's your will? Where do you want me to go? Amen. Amen. And he'll give you an answer. Or maybe there's, there's uh, you know, uh, two uh, houses that you're looking to buy. Both are in your price range. They both look good. And the Lord will, and you just ask the Lord, Lord, what's your will for this? Mm-hmm. Amen. Because one could be really nice. The other one could have asbestos in there. I don't know. <laughs> it might look good on the outside, but... I tell you what, when we rabbit trail here, I don't have time for rabbit trails, but when we, uh, when we bought um, the house that we're living in now, the, the one that we sold went off the market in like three days, 
And, and we're like, well, okay, what about an inspection? He's like, nope, paying in cash, no inspection. I'm like, praise the Lord. You know, um, because, you know, we needed to move in like in 15 days or something like that. And that would have just taken a long time and everything. But I don't know where I was going with that. It was kind of a, kind of a cool story. <laughs> have a little work that I'll have to tell that story again sometime. Amen. <laughs> but we can trust in the Lord, amen, to provide our needs, to provide us answers for things that we're not sure what His will is in our life. Amen. Hallelujah. First John five fourteen. So going through, you know, I, like I said, if there's something like a certain city we need, want to move to, picking between two jobs, picking a major, amen. What medication to use for a certain uh, illness that you have? Notice what John uh, John says in verse John. He says, "Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us, and if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him." Amen. So I like that word confidence. Yep. That this is the confidence that when we ask Him for something according to His will. I mean, he is going to hear us. First, he's going to hear us. Amen. He's not just he's not just doing something over here and stamping yes and no over here for our prayer requests, right? And so, first, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, that means that whatever we ask, again according to his will, that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Amen. Don't let your circumstances or your experiences limit your trust in the Lord. Amen. Because there's times where where we think, oh, I know this is the Lord's will, and something falls apart. Maybe it didn't go exactly how I wanted it to go. No, don't let your experience trump your trust in God. Yep. Amen. Sometimes things happen. Yep. But we trust in the Lord. We trust in His Word. Yep. Amen. That's, right. That's what we want to do. That's right. And the last thing, just real quick, <clears throat> the fourth thing is we want to rejoice. Amen. So we praise Him. We, we pray. We give our petition to Him. Excuse me. We ask in faith. And then once we know that we've received the answer, and even if we haven't necessarily received an answer yet, we want to rejoice. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Rejoicing that He heard us. Rejoice in good situations. Rejoice in bad situations. Because if we trust in the Lord for our needs in any situation, then we can have joy in any situation. Amen. Habakkuk 3.17, he says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of, labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will joy in the God of my salvation. There's going to be times in our life where we feel like, Ooh, Lord, this is looking grim. I have no, we don't have much food, and we don't have much income. I tell you what, continue to trust in God. Continue to put your trust. Continue to rejoice in your situations. Even if we had nothing, we have no reason not to rejoice. If we truly trust in the Lord, we will rejoice in the good times and the bad. Psalm 511 says, But let all those things or but let all those rejoice who put their trust in the Lord. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful to you. So every single day we can rejoice because we trust in Him. Amen. Amen. And I'm just going to end. I did get through this really quickly. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to end with this scripture, Isaiah 61.10. And the Bible says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation. Now, I would just, just kind of, maybe close your eyes and just picture this, okay? So we greatly rejoice in the Lord. And my soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed, clothed me with the garments of salvation. He's protected us. He's covered us. He's covered me with the robe of righteousness. The Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. So just think about the most spectacular, maybe, you know, most spectacular outfit you've seen, the most, you know, uh, protective garments that you've seen being worn or whatever. That's how we can rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Sometimes, you know, sometimes if, you, if sometimes when I look in the mirror, I'm like, eh, you know. But the Lord says, no, I've adorned you with the most precious things. Amen. You can rejoice because to me, you're, you're kings and priests, you're queens, amen, in his kingdom. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. When we trust him, we want to know that the, what care he has for us. Yes, Lord. Amen, because he does care. The Bible says we cast our cares on the Lord because he cares for us. Yes, we can trust him in anything, Amen. If we don't understand something, just trust in Him. Yes, you know, the, I, I've, I taught on this a while back, but, you know, the Bible says He has a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Well, if I just have a little lantern here, I can only see so far. Yeah. You know, I can't, it's not going to light up the whole room, you know, the whole, the whole path, but I'm going to see my next step. Okay, Lord, yeah. this is, okay. And then when I move forward, then I'll be able to see farther yeah. on my path. Yeah. Amen. He might not show you everything at once. In fact, rarely is he going... I doubt he showed Joseph everything at once, (laughs) what he's going to have to go through. Amen. What was he saying? No, just trust in me. You get falsely accused, trust in me. You don't get remembered, trust in me. Amen. And that's what he wants from us. He wants us to trust in him. He wants us to have... You know, the Bible says he's a jealous God. He wants us to have full reliance on him. Amen. With my son... I don't want him to have reliance on anybody but my wife and I, yeah. you know, as far as in the, in the physical and the natural. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if he has a problem, I want him to come to me. Yeah. I'm a jealous dad, I guess. Amen. Yeah. But we serve a jealous God, a God that, that wants a committed relationship. He wants you to trust. And part of a relationship, I've said this before, but both sides have to trust. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So we trust him, again, like I said, for everything. Yes. And he trusts us to come to him with needs. He trusts us. To rely on his promises and on his yes. word. Yes. If the devil is trying to pull you down, put your trust in Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you have a bad medical report, hold on to him and trust that his word is true. Because yes. when it comes down to it, when we just believe that the, what the Bible says is true, and we don't look at our circumstances, we don't look at our experiences, we don't say, um, you know, well, that's just how it is or whatever, and we just continue to trust and hold on to the Lord, yep. and he will reward you. He'll reward you for that trust and that um, you know, he'll continue to guide you. He'll continue to do these things for you. Amen? Yep. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you for tonight. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you that we can put fully our trust in you, Jesus. Yes. That we can fully rely on you, Lord. That you care yes. for us. That you protect us. That you guide us. Lord, that you set us free from bondage. Hallelujah. We thank you that um, you have good plans for us. We yes. thank you, though, that when we believe in you, we have eternal life. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Even in the bad times, Lord, we, we can hold on to the fact that you are coming back soon. Amen. And so, Lord, we love you. We praise your name. We honor you. We thank you for all the good things that you've done for us in our lives, Lord. That every good and every perfect gift is from you. Hallelujah. That you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We give you honor and glory, Lord. I pray for a great week. I pray for healing, Lord, your healing power in people's bodies this week. Lord, I pray for financial situations um, get improving. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray for relationships improving. Father, I pray for for people that, um, family members that, that we've been praying for for a long time to receive yes. salvation. Lord, I pray that that today is the day of salvation yeah. in the name of Jesus. I thank you for all the seeds that have been planted, Lord, softening the ground for salvation to happen, yes, Lord. Lord. And we just give you all the praise yes, and honor in Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If anybody needs prayer, come on up. Yeah. Yeah, if you want prayer, lower body, for anything, but the Lord gave me the specific lower body prayer, come on up. I'd be happy to pray with you. Amen. Otherwise, you are dismissed. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.